Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Gyeonggaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of May 1st, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hey, everyone. Oh, genki desu ka? Oh, genki desu ka, indeed. <laughs> have we been? What you've been listening to? A lot of random artists. I had to do some traveling, so I'm just going to tally off my top listened to artist on my little two-day drive. So I did. I listened to some Aimyeon, uh, Aimer, which I think we've been saying your name wrong this whole time, as in French, it's Aimé. I did not know that till I started looking her up on the trip. Parlez-vous français? I don't, I don't speak the French. <laughs> Parlez-vous anglais? Uh, oh, I can speak a little French, though. Parlez-vous français? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Juju, Bonnie Pink, Sakamoto Maya, Official Higedandism, Some Exile Tribe, Rampage, and G-Soul Brothers, Narcry Talkie, Discovered a new singer named Miyu on Spotify, Some Miyankawa Shion, Mo Moon, Maze, Edu, Mizuki Nana, Lisa, Mflo. I think that's it. Maybe. No, Hamasaki Ayumi, Radio. <laughs> like I said, I, oh, Daichi. Can't forget the Daichi. Can't forget the Daichi. You've been listening to a hodgepodge of things then. <laughs> I have. I would feel like something and I'm like, oh, I want to listen to this. And I think YouTube helped with that with everyone releasing their concerts for the stay at home movement. I also got to listen to some Shishamo because they had one of theirs on there. So it's been a big hodgepodge of random genres, a lot of mixing and matching. So, what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? I've been listening to a hodgepodge of things, but a little bit of older stuff. I've been listening to Umetoshika by Yonezu Kenshi, because I've been highly anticipating whatever release he's going to be doing for this year, although that might be a little bit delayed now. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Polkadot Stingray also, and Kurenji, and Otsuka Sae, who is a voice actress from Bang Dream. The Charm Park Renaissance is over. I've been loving that song ever so much. And She is Summer. She is Summer has always been on there as well. Oh, and Tendre, because his new song Life is really good too. But besides that, nothing too much. The Final Fantasy XIV official soundtrack, I guess. I'm, I finally got to Shadowbringer. This is the first time I ever got there, so... Very, very excite as I venture through that. But with that, let's continue on to the news. And of course, if you have noticed, Gray isn't with us. Unfortunately, he came down with something. Hopefully, it isn't what I think it is. But I hope not either. I hope he, he's going to get some rest and drink lots of water and get to feeling better so he can join us for next episode. So it's Dos Compadres today. That indeed, that indeed. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the news. And technically, Gray has the first article, but you'll be taking over for him. So go right ahead. All right, so the first up is... Hidekawaji Ichome announces their first album in over 13 years. Those of you who don't know, they are folk rockers or folk rock vocal duo, I will state, that they will be revealing their first album in over 13 years. They actually 
were on a, they disbanded in 08, but came back in 2018. And this will be technically the, in two years, this will be, you know, their two years together, they've been creating this album, which will be fantastic. So it is titled Tokino Graduation and is set to come out on June 6th. It will be their fourth studio album and will feature a wide variety of tracks on here. It is CD only. We do have pre-order links up on our website and you can read a little bit more and check out the cover too. And then continuing on up to the three-member rock band tracks announced that they will be releasing their first album inside out on may 20th this will be the latest release done by the band since their mini album always with my dream back in february of last year and will include popular tracks such as nothing winter i feel blue and so on and so forth it will release with 11 tracks total and you can check out more information about that on our site along with the music video for their songs 17 years been really really liking them and we'll talk about them in the future Yes, indeed, we will. I'm excited. All right, next up, we have Wonk has its eyes on the stars in their fourth album. They are an experimental soul band and have announced that their fourth album, Eyes, will drop on June 24th. It will be their fourth album, of course, and it is ba- its theme is various kinds of concept and values along with space. So it'll be a very interesting album and you can definitely see what they mean by experimental we have the music video and cover on our site it will come with a cd and a 24 page art book and the art book is a limited work and will only be available through pre-order and you can check that all out on our website along with the links And then continuing on up to celebrate the release of his brand new digital single, Bye Bye Me, vocalist Vondi released the music video as a track on his official YouTube channel. This will be the latest release done by the artist since his track, Life Hack, back in March, and is set to be one of the tracks for his upcoming album, Strobe, which is scheduled to release on May 27th. It is currently being used as the opening theme song for the late-night drama, Steteyo Adachi, and features a happy-go-lucky composition. You can check out more information about this on our site, as long as the digital music platform links and the music video in question. All right, and next up, Vampire Rose makes Sacrifice with their latest single. Those of you who don't know, they are a Visual K project band called Vampire Rose, and they will be releasing their new single, Vampire Sacrifice, which will be released on May 20th. This is the solo project of Satoshi, who is also part of the group Edemia. This will be their seventh single, and you can find the track listing on our site. There will be only one edition on there. You can also check out their music video for Sacrifice as well. It has subs with it, so you can hear what they're saying. I was going to say, this this looks like traditional Visual K, and I don't mind that at all. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. I love my traditional Visual K, and I'm actually excited about this. I think it'll be an interesting release. And then continuing on up, the four-member rock band Amelia 
released the music video for the track Ameo Fure on their official YouTube channel, set to be the lead track for the band's upcoming mini-album Cinema Club, dropping April 22nd. The track took a more slow and elegant composition, showing off the vocalist's amazing range. You can check out more information about this on our site as long as the music video in question. Alright, next up is Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra has announced their new single. Those of you who don't know, they are a ska band and they do some jazz and they will be re- dropping their latest single entitled Taurenai Domino, which actually came out on April 22nd. It was The new track is written with the spring campaign of Good Music, Good Vibes and is currently being aired on J-Wave. You will be. You can also check out their latest music video, "Good Morning," "Bududu Deji," featuring Aiko on our site. Continuing on up, the four-member female idol group Yutis announced that they will be releasing their track "Hadani Yurubikiri" across all digital music streaming platforms. The track, which was released on April 19th, is set to be the lead track for the upcoming album "Falasetto," which is going to be. Originally set to May 5th, however, the date did change due due to the ongoing crisis. However, the group didn't want to let their fans go empty-handed and decided to l- release the track Hadani Yubikikiri to hype up the release for the album even so. You can check out more information about this on our site and the downloader links for on Apple Music and Spotify as well. Alright, next up is Shota Aoi teases upcoming new single. He is a actor and a vocalist and released a video entitled Bad End to tease the new single that comes out on April 29th. It is the song for the romantic comedy anime My Next Life as a Villainous. All routes lead to doom. Interesting title. The new video offers also some behind-the-scenes look at the music video on here. It is a making-of-movie. It will be available in two editions, a standard CD and a limited edition with a DVD. You can check out the information including track listing and cover on our site. Poor Louie debuts a new idol group. Those of you who don't know, she is a vocalist who previously worked with a with the girl idol group Biss and Billy Idol, she has finally revealed the new group is called Pigs, with two G's, P-I-G-G-S, and will be a five-member girl group whose members consist of Poor Louis, Chiopi, Shelmi, Umi, and Bon Bon. And while she is the member of the group, she is also acting as one of their producers as well. They w- revealed that their debut album will be released on July 1st, but no details have been announced at this time. So look forward to more details in the future. And in the meantime, check out their debut video, Kicks, on our site. And then continuing on up, it is the vocalist and rapper KZM released the music video for his ta- track, Teenage Vibe featuring Toji on his official YouTube channel. This is in celebration of his release of his album Distortion, which just came out a couple weeks back. And this track is actually made to bookend his his full album, and you can check out more information about this on our site. Um, I would 
advised that it is parental advisory. So because there is a a track on there called F U Tokyo I Love You. <laughs> so it's uh, very interesting there. But you can check out more information about that on our site. I've actually think I've heard a couple tracks he's produced and I've liked what I've heard. I'm going to have to check out the solo stuff now. Or, yeah, you know, his... a, a lot of his, his stuff is very close to what he usually produces. So from what I've been gathering over the over the last couple of weeks, I've been doing covering him. It's interesting nonetheless. I'm definitely going to be checking him out right afterward. All right, so next up is Burst Girl tells their story with a new single. Those of you who don't know, they are a punk rock girl band or girl group and announced that they will be dropping a brand new single entitled Story. This will be their fourth single since they formed in late 2017. The group consists of four members, Yura Pico, Rin, Miyako, and Roa. Up until recently, they did have five members... However, Anku left at the end of February. This will be their first single with just the four members. And you can check out Story on our site as well as a track listing and a link. Alright, next up, the beautiful Warriors of Crossvein announced their latest single. Those of you who don't know, Crossvein is a metal band. And dropped their latest single on April 22nd entitled Beautiful Warrior. This will be their second single since the group the group is releasing. And their first one in over a year. It is available in a CD only. The music video for Beautiful Warrior is up on our site. As long as the track listing, a link to order your copy, and the cover art, which looks pretty awesome. Okay, uh, yeah. Vocalist Millet released the music video for her track Stay on her official YouTube channel. The track, which was released this past week on all digital music streaming platforms, will also be a part of her first album, Eyes, which is set to drop on May 29th, and is currently set to be used as the theme song for the morning news show, Mezase Doyobi, which is open your eyes on Saturday, if you guys care about that. It has a bu- bubbly and bouncy composition, which makes the track the perfect day to start your day off right. You can check out all the information about this on our site, along with the music video in question. It is an amazing track, by the way. I was actually listening to a lot of Millet, especially this one while I was um, on my trip. It's I love it. Stay has such a great composition. Continuing on up to celebrate the latest release of their album, Avex Revival Tracks, record label Avex dropped the music video for their track, Can't Stop This, on their official YouTube channel. The Revival All 2020 Supergroup covered this track, and as we previously reported last week, is filled with popular Avex artists looking to bring a modern feel to classic Avex hits. Originally sung by Max Miser, the track will be covered by members Beverly, Fakey, Femme, LOL, and Yepin, and Kayan Aizan, who are excited to bring their twist on this 90s hit. You can check out all the information about this on our site, along with the pre-order or the order links for the album as well. I swear I heard this song before. I, I was like, I'm not really, I wasn't really a 90s Avix person, but I heard the song because Mflo did a cover of it. Oh, yeah. Well. Yep. 
I was the same when I heard it. I'm like, why does this sound really familiar? Because I was watching a video this past week. I did recognize some of the other ones they showed, like Candy Girl by Hitomi, because I love her and especially her early stuff. It's so good. So I'm very intrigued about this. And the video is also neat to see how they made everyone look like kind of the past. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, so next up is Kumiko and Inoue Yoshio team up for a new single. Music legend Kumiko and actor Inoue Yoshio team up for the second time with a brand new single titled Chisanate slash Kizuna. So it's really a double A side, which will be dropping on June 24th. They originally teamed up in 2010 with their song Todoku Kanata Love Letter Songbook back then and Kumiko is a singer who got started in 82 while Inoue is an actor known for his roles in many Japanese musicals. Chisanate is based on a picture book published by Fudabasha that depicts the love and trust between a mother and her child. You can read more about the editions and it will be a CD only along with the track listing is on our site and the cover. Looking at this album artwork it does look like a mother and a son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Regardless, continuing on up, it is the lovely vocalist Matsuri announced that she'll be releasing her debut single titled Darling across all music streaming platforms on May 15th. Matsuri, who is currently 17 years old at the time of reporting, commented that, you know, there are a lot of love songs that look on the negative sides of breakup. So she decided to write a track on the positive sides of this. And that's why it's being called Darling and has a simple acoustic composition. You can actually check the Slice of Life music video on the site, and it's very I'm your own feel at that. So I'm very t- excited to look at her career in, in uh, great anticipation because I see a diamond in the rough there. I'm always excited to check out a new one, so especially you just said I'm your own, so I might have to check out this new diamond in the rough. <laughs> Next up is Zeta announces their first mini album. Those of you who don't know, they are a visual K band, and their new mini album Kisaru Nahana will be dropping on June seventeenth. They actually debuted in February of this year with their single Erika. Kisaru Nahana will be released released in a CD only edition, and it is yet to be revealed on the track listing. But pre-orders are up on CD Japan, so you can check that on on our website, along with their music video for Erika. Continuing on up, it is the lovely male idol group SOS Sound of Smile released the design trailer for their track Kazega Fuku on Stardust Productions' official YouTube channel. If you guys don't know, SOS Sound of Smile is comprised of members from the idol group Milk, Super Dragon and Sakurachi Meiji, making this a 16-member idol supergroup. The track is written and composed by industry veteran Yui of the band Flower Flower, and hints that this is going to be a fiery love song. And noted, and she even sat in on during the recordings for this track to maximize their vocal strength for this song. You can check out all the information about this on our site and will be released exclusively in May across all digital streaming platforms. So go check it out. It's the 
listening to the composition of it, it actually sounds really good. So I'm fairly excited, even though I'm not really a Milk fan. And continuing on up to regular news here, this is actually really amazing. So the Japanese rock icon Yoshiki donated 10 million in approximately around $100,000 to the National Center for Global Health and Medicine through his nonprofit organization, Yoshiki Foundation. Founds Foundation America, excuse me for that. You know, they are looking at all the things going on with throughout this crisis and is actually helping out with a lot of other diseases besides the, the crisis that we're going on right now. And, you know, it's very important that he does this. And he does this a lot, actually. He does a lot of charitable donations to to things of people in need. And this is actually really, really great for someone of his stature to do a lot of these kind of things. Oh, I agree. And I think that's amazing that he does that. And to see, you know, someone of his you know stature do that. And he does so much for communities in general. And he's always a very generous person. One of the many reasons I love Yoshiki, not just for his music, is he's just a great person in general and helps out where he can. And doing this is just such a great time because there's so many other things going on and this helps with all of them. So it puts a smile on my face to see how much he has been helping out. Yeah, if you guys want to check out this variable charitable case, you can check it out on his on our site, as long as the links, if you guys want to donate to the Yoshiki Foundation, it's actually a really good foundation to to donate to for a charitable cause. It's it's really good. It's really good, actually. Continuing on up to our last piece of news here, and the Japanese VYouTuber agency Hello Live Production announced they will be holding a VYouTuber audition across all English-speaking countries for their YouTube channels. If you guys don't know, they are a Japanese VTube, VYouTuber agency that focuses on specifically live streaming. So they are very popular. We, we've worked with them in the past for several other things. So it's very interesting to see this whole VYouTube boom kind of take off. And it's actually making its way into the West. For those who are interested, there are several requirements that wish that you need to have before you even try to audition. First, they must be a native English speaker, and both men and women are able to audition and must be 18 years or older. And they must be able to deliver content for at least three times a week and producing content, but not limiting to games, music, and illustrations. And if you guys are interested, the application deadline for the first round of applications will be on May 24th. 11:59 p.m. Japan Standard Time. You can check out all the information about that on our site as well. But yeah, continuing on up. Usually we'll do music corner, but I've I kind of made a law that all three of us gotta be here so the two of us can actually have a conversation between between every single person that talks about it. So unfortunately, I did already have a music corner. It is up on the site if you guys want to check that out. But we won't talk about it till next week. So look forward to that. I know. In the meantime. I was looking forward to it because I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So I was very excited to talk about this band too because they are a high-paced energy band. And I knew it was going to be a hit or miss between some of y'all. 
it was very nostalgic for me because they they reminded me of certain times, you know, and I still enjoy this type of music now and then. So it gave me not only a nostalgia factor, but made me remember that I still enjoy it. Yes, yes, yes. That's for darn sure. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon. And it's an interesting week. It's uh, All the new tracks are fairly, fairly interesting. I agree. It actually was a very interesting week. But with that, let's continue on to number 10, Hanani Bore by the lovely Yoroshika. And she's an artist that I've been kind of liking a lot. I've been kind of closely following her via the YouTube for the past year or so and she's an amazing vocalist it's very difficult to find stuff on her otherwise she would have been an indie corner but i'm very happy that this track actually came on and it's a very vocal heavy track and i i really ended up really liking about uh really liking it because of that I did too. Her voice is absolutely beautiful. And I've noticed her pop up now and then on YouTube. And I've been interested in checking her out. But I keep telling myself I gotta stop liking new artists because I spend all my money once I start liking someone. But this gave me the chance to check her out and I regret not doing it sooner. Her voice is amazing. And Hanani Bodo? Did I say that right? Bode. Bode. Hanani Bode is a gorgeous song, and like Ken said, it is a very vocal-heavy track, and that's one of the other reasons I enjoyed it, is you hear her vocals stand out in it. I highly recommend going to YouTube and finding this. It is amazing, and it has a nice animation to it, the video. Yeah, it's actually being used for the Netflix animation movie, Nakitai Watashi no Neko ga Kaburu. So it's about a cat, I guess, <laughs> which is very, very prevalent throughout the music video. So maybe I'll go look it up on YouTube after this and go check it out. I know I might have to find it. I might have to find that uh, that one too. It sounds cute. Regardless, Harani Bore sold a lovely nine thousand one hundred eighty-six points, and going on up to number nine, Shiawa say no, Hogo Shoku once again. <sighs> Nothing much I can say about it. Like I said, Ja Matane, ja, or ja Mata is a much more better track for her swan song, in my opinion. But. Yeah, I, I re-listened to this this week while I was traveling. I still don't like it. I, I mean, I still don't care for it. I do agree. I think Ja Mata was a better track. So, yeah. Nothing else I can say on that besides I still feel the same. Regardless, it sold a lovely 9,574 points. And going on up to number 8, it is Parabola by Official Hike Dandism. I'm, I'm still in love with the song for something different that they did. Regardless. I, I am too. And I re-listened to this along with Pretender, Yesterday, Chukume. You know, like a lot of their bigger ones. You know, the big ones they had as well. And Parabola. And Parabola stands out compared to the others. And I love that. And I still love this track in general. I think it's great. Yeah. Regardless, this week it sold a lovely 10,853 points. And going on up to number 7, Hakujitsu by King New. It's so good that they got the Kohaku bump from this the last couple months. And I'm so happy to still talk about them. Granted, I wish 
that I could hear a bunch of other tracks besides Hakujitsu by them. So Agreed. Hakujitsu is still a great one, but there's so many others they've done that are also fantastic. But I am glad to see them still hanging in there. And then this week it sold a lovely 12,881 points. And going on up to number six, Idol Master Cinderella Master 55 to 57, Claw My Heart slash Arakane no Gi slash Otahen Ansemu. Don't know what I said, but it seems like it's, it's solo tracks for solo artists in the Idol Master conglomerate. And. I ended up really liking it because we got to hear solo tracks. And I think when a vocalist is on their own two feet and able to shine above the rest, it doesn't sound like run of the mill. And we'll get more about that when we get to number one. But <laughs> when it, it, it's very imp- impressive to see that. And. It'll let me take a closer look about the Idol Master community a little bit more than me just moaning and groaning about it. Oh, yeah. I actually enjoyed this one because it was unique compared to a lot of the Idol Master, like you said. I think having one vocalist made a big difference on that. And you can hear that vocalist shine. It brought something different to the Idol Master table. And I liked it. And I'd like to see them do more more singles like this. Yeah, sing- singles are like character-focused tracks. I would love to see that. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 13,020 points and going on up to number five pretender. I guess talking about it for another year will probably be in its fortune because over a year now, <laughs> pretender's been topping the charts, so... Mm-hmm. I had it on repeat this this trip too. I listened to it a couple times in a row. <laughs> so sl- you're the one that <laughs> helped us <sighs> get it on. I did. I was listening to it a lot. I I I did watch some live versions on YouTube, and it was a really great acoustic version as well. But I still enjoy this one. I know people think it's overplayed, and we're, everyone's probably sick about hearing Pretender, but I still like it and enjoy it. Yeah, no, but like, like I said, this this song and Lemon kind of help revitalize the digital streaming aspect of the Japanese music industry. So it is an important song regardless to the community. So and we got to see it live. <laughs> regardless, this week it sold a lovely 15,775 points. And going on up to number four, it is Gorenge by Lisa. So the more times I see this song, you know, I'm happy for Lisa. She's finally getting the push that she needs in the limelight than the random one or two weeks that we get to see her on other tracks. But this puts a lot of pressure on her for her next song. I know that for a fact. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, this is still a great track and it really does resonate with you. But I can see why it's taken her a little while. She's trying to produce something just as great as Gudenge. Yeah, no... She produced a couple singles after this. Don't get me wrong, they're alright. But Gorenge was the song that literally put her on the freaking map. And because of Demon Slayer Yaiba and all that stuff, and how popular that became on the West, 
it's it's interesting to see her popularity just boom, even more so, which is good. I I love Lisa to death. Regardless, you know, she, she is an amazing vocalist, and it's going to put a lot of a lot of pressure on this of what her next track is going to be. And if she doesn't hit it out of the park, it's gonna be a another King New thing where. Hakujitsu is still on the charts, even though that was their first track, and there was a bunch of other digital tracks that King New produced. But everyone loves Hakujitsu. <laughs> Regardless, this week it's so they lovely sixteen thousand and thirty-five points, and going on up to number three, it is I Love by Official Higidandism. You know, I really like this and Parabola, Parabola a lot more than in I love Pretenders. But I Love and Parabola are one of my favorite tracks done by them. And I'm still happy to see it on here, but I kind of need it to die down <laughs> also. Because <laughs> it's going to be... We're, we're getting to the point we're going to have three... We're already having three tracks done by Official Hige on here. I don't need another run-of-the-mill week where half of it is Official Hige. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's what it's become to because we do do the digital and streaming portions of this we do a, a combined chart instead of the s physical copies art and we'll, we'll see that a lot more because of it but regardless this week it sold a lovely 20,118 points and going on up it is invisible love by the rampage from exile tribe now i don't know what what in the world they're doing but 2020 is kind of becoming a revitalization for the tribes group because they're trying to think out of the box. That's my personal opinion. A lot of it might be run-of-the-mill, but a lot of these subgroups are trying to think out of the box. And Invisible Love is one of those tracks because the song was amazing. It's probably my track of the week. I think it and might be mine as well. Yeah, it's everything with the composition worked. With the vocal, it worked. It wasn't like a track being made to pop and lock. It was made hand in hand to the vocalist's strengths from the rampage. And I actually really, really like this. It was amazing. And the reason why I, re I enjoyed this one as much as I did is one was their vocals. It was a very vocal heavy track. It showcased their talents in that aspect and also the composition was a lot different than their other ones i mean it was a ballad but it's still you could still hear in the composition a little bit of the pop and lock in the chorus and i like the combination of that yeah and you know it starts off with this eerie kind of composition you might not know what what's going on with it but it it kind of just works and melds together so well and that's why I ended up liking it. It entices you to keep on listening. Oh, yeah, it now, does. I would love to hear Grace's interpretation of the song because we, all three of us usually kind of understands each other's music taste. And I can understand either he'll really somewhat kind of like it or he's not going to, or he's going to hate it. There's not really an in between with him, with the tribes. <laughs> so it's interesting i'll be very interested to hear what his take about this track was 
I'm very curious to hear that too. Is it something a little different for the Rampage group? So I think hearing his perspective would be interesting. Regardless, Invisible Love sold a lovely 24,583 points and gone on up to number one, 3 2 by HKT48. So, <laughs> I would assume this is a graduation song because of how 3 2 is. It sounds like a third year, second class kind of thing. So, this is the first single done by HKT after Sashihara's graduation and is kind of a reboot for them and i'm not going to be too harsh on them because of that but i i can see they have to establish who they are before they can kind of go off the rails so to speak and i i i understand that and that's the reason why they the the, the way that they went is the way that they went and it it was alright. I wouldn't go ahead and buy it right away. I'll probably forget about this next week. <laughs> because it's so kind of run-of-the-mill traditional idol stuff. It, it It's good. It's fairly good. And I can see the girls had worked their, their patooties off for this track. Because they need, to, they need to learn that they can't just rely on Sashihara no more. And it... It was alright, but I have to wait till their next single to kind of judge what this new generation of HKT48 is going to be. Kind of like how I did with NMB, the one they did the pretty much the reset after Yamamoto Saika left. I, I wasn't judging them so much on their first single, I had to judge them on their second single. <laughs> yeah, and I, I felt the same way. I actually listened to it more than once. So the first time I heard it... I, it was the composition threw me off, especially how the verses and the chorus are, and I didn't know what to make of it. I was slightly torn. I did feel that it was generic, but I listened to it a second time because some reason it reminded me of another song that I heard somewhere else. And I don't know why it reminded me of Girls' Generation Into the New World. I, I can't put my finger on why, but it made me think of that song. However, I went back and listened to it, and I don't remember why I thought that in the first place. So maybe I listened to this one three times. <laughs> but for me, I mean, I'm not going to be super hard on it. I will say it was an okay song, especially after listening to it about three times. But it's also not one I'm going to go and listen to next week or the week after. I feel that it's a generic run-of-the-mill one. However, I would like to see what they'll do for their next single and. And right now, they, like you said, Ken, they're still trying to figure out their style since they lost Sashihara. And I would like to keep an eye on them and see where they will go in the future in the next couple singles and how they change or if they change. Yeah, because, you know, they went all out for their last single. And their last single was the Sashihara graduation single. And they stayed quiet through the entire 2019 up until now. It kind of didn't really help with all the lovely scandals that were coming around about that time when they were probably wanting to release something. But regardless, it, it did all right. It did what it needed to do. It needed to tell the fans that, hey, we're still here and we're still going to continue. And that's fine. That's that's fine. Regardless, it did so well. 
And it's interesting to see that there are download and streaming links for there. So they're kind of forcing the music industry to kind of do the stay-at-home movement uh, just a little bit more. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it would do more than what it did. But given all the circumstances of what's going on right now and how generic it is, I'm not too surprised. Yeah, regardless, it sold a lovely 162,421 points. And with that, let's kind of move on to the albums just a bit here. Kind of see. I was what actually is excited going... about it because I looked Ooh. at it earlier this week. <laughs> I was very ambitious this week and look, checking out the Oricon. I could not wait for it to drop. <laughs> <laughs> so Udi is still on the pictures for us, such as Waifu Bait. Um, took out number seven, number six, Ceremony, number five, Traveler, Kokoro which is probably from the game. That Kodoko set was super expensive. I considering buying it until I saw the price. Uh, It was like, I think it was around 150. What? So what is this? If you, if you know what it is, it's pretty much the complete box of all her theme songs for all the video games. And she does a lot of anime and video games, a lot of adult video games. She's done things Uh, too. 134 tracks. Jesus Christ. Across the 10 disc set. Yeah. I mean, this is a great set for collectors and people who are huge Kodoko fans who might not have all her songs, not to mention not all the tracks she has are on all her albums. So a lot of those game tracks you can only get on soundtracks. So, I mean, this is a great way to own all her game works, especially if you're a huge fan of her. I was tempted. Well, I mean, 10,000 people bought it, so, (laughs) oh boy, they, they, they raked in the money there. A CD only too. Then MSS period with their from MSS project took number three. Your story is still staying strong at number two by Juju. Good Juju, and Akanishi Jim with our best took number one. It's good. It's good. I've been really looking forward to seeing this. I and was I'm not too. mad. I'm not mad at all. Who's he's married with? I'm not mad. Yeah. <sighs> I was so upset at first because I love Mesa. I love, love, love Mesa. I own every single thing by her, every single edition, and I own a lot of her movies too. But I think they make a great couple, and I'm not mad anymore. I was a little upset, if, you know, back in the day. But I really like Akashini Jin. I'm happy to see him make number one in the charts, and I still need to pick this album up. I did get my copy of Juju's Your Story in the mail, so I contributed it to one of those in Oricon. I was glad to get my copy. It's beautiful. It is freaking gorgeous. All right, all right. All right, that's good. That's good. At least you got your copy. <laughs> I did. I got that today, or actually a couple days ago on Monday. I was out of town when it came in and got Juju, and I got a witch in as well. Two a witch albums that I cannot wait to dive into. Yes, yes, yes. But with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadiyu. You can follow our affiliates, all three of them, versus Kuryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who does all the horror games. He is trying to do a speedrun of Resident Evil 7, so God bless on him for that. And you can find him at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also follow our affiliate Timber Taff, who is a Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can follow him at twitch.tv slash Timber T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also follow your sister Rose on Twitch. 
and she streams all the RuneScape and the Monster Hunter World. She hasn't been doing it as of late, if I remember correctly, but she's slowly getting back on there to a regular schedule. And you can follow her on twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And you can follow the gaming podcast that I do with Lou and Timber called Podasaurus. It is a gaming podcast where we just talk about random things for an hour at a time. And you can find that uh, on YouTube and across all pod podcasts channels just look up crow you hunter same as his twitch channel and you can find it there there's two versions of it so make sure you download the latest one not the old one you can look at our our 1.0 podcast but the 2.0 is the more recent ones but yeah with that you can check us out on all the lovely social media sites such as twitter and instagram at ongakadu you can find the site at ongakadu.com you can also email us at ongakadu at gmail.com. Tell us how we're doing on the site and the podcast in general. You can tell us. You can follow us on YouTube at ongakadu. There was a special anime episode that was specifically only on YouTube. So hopefully you guys like that. Give us a like, rate, and subscribe. And tell us how we did on that. And let and us then. know some of your favorites from uh, winter 2020 as well. Yes, that indeed. That indeed. And yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1. You can follow Gray at Gray. You can follow Renford at RenfordD. And where can we find you, Luna? All right. So you can find me on a couple social medias. So you can check me out at, as LunaMaria87 on Letterboxd, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Twitter, and you can follow me on Instagram at Nerdy Collector Luna. But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you so, so much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna wishing you a great rest of your day and week. We will talk to you next week. Ja matane.